I'm so glad you've joined us. My name is Sharon Feckety, the host of the Broken Road to Mental Health podcast. So we are all on this broken road together, everybody. We are under construction and we're going to go through this together. One of the reasons I decided to create this podcast was because the only way to normalize this conversation about mental health is continue to have it. So you will be hearing from some very special people on this podcast, people that have lost loved ones to suicide or overdose, uh, mental health professionals, people that are trudging the road through recovery right now as we speak, people that are on the other side and offering tips to all of us that are still under construction. Thank you for joining us. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Sharon Feckety, your host of the Broken Road to Mental Health podcast show. And today we're going to do a mental health mashup for you. I've had the great pleasure of interviewing some really wonderful healers, business owners, um, psychiatrists, therapists. I've been interviewed myself on Fox 13, um, and I've decided to just share a little mashup for you. Um, We got some really sad news in Tampa Bay uh, just recently about a football player who has um, lost his life. And there seems to be a lot uh, going on here in the mental health um, arena. And I want to be able to just provide as much help and healing as I can through this vehicle of this podcast. Um, We're going to feature Steve Presner, who is um, president of this wonderful company, Benacomp in Tampa. Uh, We have Annie Everett with Celebrate Recovery, a great resource. Um, Dr. Mark Sylvester is a psychiatrist in Sarasota, Bradenton area. Ken Donaldson is an incredible therapist that um, I adore. Mallory Ty Taylor has worked within this mental health community for so long and contributed so much um, and taken her personal experiences and um, put her passion into power and I'm going to provide a clip with her. Carol Ann Clark, um, amazing. You're going to hear her wonderful Irish accent doing so much in the mental health sector, especially in the workforce. Um, Johnny Crowder with Cope Notes. Uh, We got Caitlin Grady, who is an incredible yoga instructor and more and much, much more from St. Petersburg. A little clip of me on Fox 13 with them. I feel one of the most important questions you can ask somebody who might be suffering from depression, which is, um, uh, are you having suicidal thoughts? And I wanted to wrap it up with my, my dear friend, Annie, who lost her son to suicide back in 2019, because I think that um, her bravery and her courage to be able to share her story and her pain and her healing through just talking about it. She wrote a book about it. She has candid conversations just like this podcast all the way from Norway. Um, So she's going to be the one that wraps up this little mashup. And I hope that you get some peace out of it. There is something resonates with you that we continue to have this conversation so we can eventually normalize having chats surrounding mental health and depression and suicide and addiction and beyond. So thank you for joining. So um, when it comes to the area of mental health, especially, what do you think, Steve, should be done? Yeah, so I think mental health is 
is somewhat in line with what I just was talking about with technology and integrative medicine even in that, you know, when, when people think of mental health, there's this, um, this stigma, this, this um, belief that mental health is the people who need a suicide hotline or need to be hospitalized. And that can be further from the truth. That might make, uh, you know, two or 3% of the population. And there's probably two or 3% of the population that don't have mental health, you know, issues of some sort. So the rest of everyone lives in that gray. And just like the hospital system, you know, you need to uh, look at all the, the data, look at the people, spread them out, and then say who fits in these gray areas, how do we triage them, and how can they uh, see a mental health professional? I think anybody that is reaching out and getting any kind of help, knowing that there are people out there that um, can show you that they're not alone, right? Absolutely, and the really great thing about Celebrate Recovery is what brings you here doesn't need to be um, an addiction to alcohol or drugs. Actually, our largest group of people are um, those with codependency issues. Mm -hmm. And then our largest men's group is actual sex, actually sexually, sexual integrity. Mm -hmm. So pornography addiction and so forth. Um, for the women, the other large group other than codependency is anger. Um, mm -hmm. And that's so important for us to be able to talk about with one another and to discuss why do we have this? Where is it coming from? And that's one thing I absolutely love about Celebrate Recovery is that people are here literally from everything from grief, um, from losing a spouse or a child or a friend to divorce. Um, that's a very difficult issue all in itself to being raised by an abusive um, parent. Part of what makes me unique as a psychiatrist in the in the alternative psychiatry movement, functional psychiatry, is is a general trend to get away from being pill pushers. And now you're really getting me upset because a lot of the psychiatrists say, "Oh, hey, you're in. For, what are you in for? Depression, anxiety? Try the blue pill. Oh, the blue pill didn't work. Try the red pill." And you're tampering with someone's mind. Their, their perception of existence, their reality, uh, the, the template, the very template that they use to interact with the world, you're changing. Any open wounds that have even occurred from 9-11 or that have occurred from our addiction or have occurred from relationship breakups, domestic violence, right. and all of these wounds I feel like right now are just... Right. They're just out there, you know, like these nerve endings. Yep. That's a great way to put it, actually. And that's that's what happens when. We interrupt this awesome podcast to tell you about our sponsor, Thai Technology. They are a voice over IP phone company with superior voice services to businesses across the United States. So get this, Thai Technology only takes on referral customers. What does that mean? Their entire client roster is filled with satisfied customers. So why do I love them so much? Because they're the very best when it comes to excellence in customer services. So they're local here in Tampa Bay, but that doesn't mean that they can't service your amazing organization. If you mention this podcast to Thai Technology, you will get the first three months for free. So don't forget to mention the broken road to mental health in life and in business. Thanks for listening. When people have unresolved trauma, 
it, you know, we're, we're, we're amazing beings in how we can compensate for things like that and, and get up every day and put the game face on and go out there and go to work and interact with our, our neighbors and do all that stuff. When behind the mask, when we finally have a, you know, the end of the day, get down, we take the mask off and we're exhausted. Yeah. And because there's this burden that people carry around when they have, uh, you know, trauma that's unresolved. These conversations are so important because we're sitting here and saying, you know, we've experienced these things firsthand, I, or we still experience them, and it's still a struggle sometimes, you know, on a daily basis. But there, the stigma has to go away, and we're not ashamed to discuss it. We're not ashamed that we deal with it. We're proud of the fact that that we're we're fighters, and we do we fight for this all the time. And that yet we are still our successful businesswomen who can can do both. Mm -hmm. And just because we've had, you know, a mental wellness conversation surround us doesn't mean that we're that we're not successful. And the stigma didn't stop us from doing that. So I think that that's also important because I think there's a lot of people who are still scared to come out and discuss it or to ask for help or, you know, to acknowledge it to themselves even that they struggle because they just, that, that stigma is still real as much as we fight it every day. All the data you want to know about stress, anxiety in the workplace, where we're all at. And I'm just going, look, we just need to get on with it now. You know, let's just stop talking about it and let's get on with it. And we don't this actually is where, need any more data. No, we don't need any more data. We just need people to take action on it. <laughs> so, um, and this is where the leadership comes in. And I think, uh, like I mentioned to you before we talked, the World Economic Forum, we're talking about the big reset. I think it's a massively positive phrase. I think we all have an opportunity to make changes now. And leaders have seen how their workforces have reacted in the last six months. We have been phenomenal. Like, I think everybody should be clapping themselves on the back. We've, um, you know, we've shown huge resilience in terms of agility, uh, tenacity, using our strengths, um, you know, using humor, um, trying to think at the big picture. I think we, we really have done an amazing job. And I think leaders should be standing back and going, wow, you know, how can we take learnings from this? And how can we, you know, remold how we work with our team members and ultimately they also have to look after themselves again all the data shows the impact of um leaders who aren't in a good place you don't leave a job you leave your boss so you know they have to start with themselves and they also have to start you know start designing their their business you know from you know with human crowder tell us how you stay mentally well Oh man, we, I can't fit this into a minute. Um, I'll say this, every single thing I do is around mental and emotional health or it's with that in mind. So if I go on a walk, there's a mental health component. If I brush my teeth, there's a mental health component. When I put on my deodorant, I'm not even joking. I only recently started sharing this. Uh, my OCD used to make me put the exact same amount of deodorant on each arm. So I'd count like one, two, three, four, all the way up to a correct number. So now what I do every single day when I put on deodorant, I put an uneven amount of deodorant on both my arms. Whoa. So I'm saying everything I do from morning till night, if I watch a, a car review of a million dollar McLaren that I'll, I'll never be able to drive, I 
am doing it because it's helping my brain dream, which mm -hmm. is important. So I, I think that there's an opportunity in everything you do, not just things traditionally associated with self-care, self-care, but everything you do, there's an opportunity for you to consciously include some brain care in there. And I, I strongly encourage everyone to do the same. That was really good information under a minute. It's good again for mental health to be making sure you're spending at least some time focusing on what's really beautiful and what's really good. Like the people who are getting to connect with us online and um, like you said, the earth is having a, a moment to breathe and it's important to connect with those things too because you know, that's what it is. There's the light and the dark and the yin and the yang and it's important to like feel and see both but it's um, easy sometimes to get stuck in the dark stuff when there's a lot of tough, weird stuff going on and we don't have any schedule or structure. It's like you can spin out. What do you suggest we do if we fear someone is thinking about ending their life? So I'll tell you what saved my life. I had a therapist that said, are you having suicidal thoughts? And I said, yes. So that at that moment was the end of isolation for me. And now I could get the right help. I was introduced to a psychiatrist, went on medication for six months, created this wonderful new journey through a community of recovery, the love of my parents. I had a lot of support and I certainly talked about it as much as possible. All right, thank you, Sharon. So we cannot be afraid just to simply ask the question, are you having suicidal yes. thoughts? All right, thank you for joining thank us. You. Important information to share, especially right now. Well, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-TALK-8255. Calls will be routed to crisis operations in your local county and locally. You can also call 211. Don't forget to check out Thai Technology. Anyone that mentions this podcast or the Facebook show will receive three free months of service. T-I-E, technology, check them out.